You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Taking a sip of my coffee, my Joe coffee. Oh, I see what you did there. Get it? Because it's coffee and his name is Coffee? And his name's Joe. Wow, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. A cup of Joe coffee. Yeah. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Up Next, Davey Portman. How are you, friend? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. We uh, we do a show up next every Wednesday night, Thursday, depending on when we feel like doing it. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. Postwrestling.com. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I am a Canadian, and I have been doing a show where I watch NXT f- every week, and I talk about it from uh, my living room or Skype or wherever we record. And then somehow... I brought along a British friend onto this show, and then NXT decides to make a UK roster team. Is that the right brand? brand? Yeah. So uh, clearly, I was ahead of the curve, and uh, (laughs) um, the UK tournament for WWE has come around again uh, this summer in 2018, and... um, I, I want to know, as you're a, a, a Brit who has lived in the UK, <laughs> um, what did you think of all this this stuff going around? Like, does wrestling is there already too much wrestling, or does this actually genuinely like interest you as a Brit? Uh, it does interest me a lot. I think I think it relies a lot on what kind of TV deal they get. Is it going to just be a network thing? If it is just a WWE network thing, I I do feel we there's a lot of wrestling to watch. Like there's a lot already trying to watch these two shows. And then NXT was took a lot of time. Um, But 
if it is like a TV deal, if they're going to get like an ITV deal or a, I mean, I no, I think World of Sport is still going ahead on ITV. Yeah. But if they were to land like Channel 4 or something like that, um, it could be really good because I think it could bring more eyes to it. And uh, putting eyes on a, a product that I'm proud to be a wrestling fan of, I must admit when I saw and this is no disrespect to the talent on that World of Sport show, but when right. they did that pilot. I just thought it was so cheesy, so 90s, not not it was feeding into the impression people have of wrestling who don't watch wrestling. I felt whereas I feel NXT is something I mean, you've seen we've had people over who haven't watched wrestling and have been watched this match. And they're like, that was really cool. Uh, And I think NXT is the perfect brand to do that. So if you can get more eyes on it, uh, that's only a good thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I feel like there's just there's a lot of people uh, across the pond who uh, have been stuck watching wrestling uh, 5 a.m., uh, you know, early mornings and they're watching all the stuff and maybe they're just not a huge fan of it. Uh, like myself, I, I have not watched uh, the main roster. So when people are talking to me, oh, you like wrestling and they ask me something that happened on Raw this week, I am literally like deer in headlights because I'm like, Who? As you would say, uh, David. But um, there's just so much. And I actually really enjoyed the uh, United Kingdom Championship Tournament thing last year. The first one, uh, which Tyler Bate uh, won that one. I was just a huge fan of the two-day tournament. And then this one as well, I thought it was just really fun to watch. Everything about it was really different. But um, So we will talk into that. um, We we are part of the post-wrestling family and and I do want to give a shout out to the British wrestling experience they did do a full review of the 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 tournament there so go to postwrestling.com to find that um check out our friends there they're doing uh, the whole they're they're super british um so they go listen to them they can uh fill you in on everything there cuz we're just the NXT guys and we we like to talk about things that are in fact up next in the world of pro wrestling because we're nerds um but uh we will discuss that is there anything else we need to talk about before we go into to like a huge wrestling uh thing like how how are you doing like what have we done this week i know we went to pride and that was a lot of fun here that was a lot of fun it's it's world cup mania oh yes david fill fill me in on someone who loves to i am someone who loves to pretend to know what's going on in the world cup so tell me tell me what i need to know give me some cheat sheets so uh, there were a lot of close upsets in the in the first round. Uh, the only big upset that actually followed through was Germany got knocked out yesterday by uh, Korea, beat them 2-0, which is a crazy upset. Germany are always one of the favorites. They won the last World Cup. Um, it looked like uh, sort of Argentina were going to be out at one point. It looked like Spain might be out at one point. They all scraped through. England, who are normally the ones that either don't make it through the group by upset or um, or just scrape through, have actually been really convincing. So they won 6-1 the other day against uh, Panama and they won 2-1 against did Tunisia. You, did you wake up really, really early to go? But I remember that uh, England was playing a game and you didn't want to go out with me one night because you had to wake up for an 8 a.m. game. Did you actually yeah. wake up for this? I woke up for it, but I did watch it in bed. Okay. That was the that was the 6-1 game. So when we were 5-0 up at halftime, I was like, all right, I can kind of chill a bit now. <laughs> um, but what's crazy is um, 
we've actually got the last game of the group today. So we're playing Belgium. Both Belgium and us are through. And we're both uh, we're both on the same points at the moment. Okay, now, now is, is Portugal winning? Uh, Portu- Portugal's got uh, Uruguay in the next round, so that could be a. a they tough sound game. easy. They sound easy. Are they easy? Well, it's got Suarez, who ha- is one of the best. Oh, players as well. Suarez! Oh, boy. Um, but what's interesting is um, we might this. not actually want to win our group because uh, if we win our group, we've got Colombia next. Who are uh, I think we've got no. If we win our group, we get Japan next, who should hey. be o- who should be okay, but they've been playing well. If we come second in our group, we get Colombia, who are who are tough. They've been they've been pretty solid, but realistically, we should beat both of those teams. Now, if we were to lose today, we'd actually be in a better half of the draw because we then should we win our uh, final sixteen game, we'll have either Sweden or Switzerland. Whereas if we were win- if we were to win today, we'd have Brazil or Mexico, which is like a lot tougher. I don't know. So man. it's it's one of these crazy things where um, sounds crazy. If we were to draw, it would go on amount of yellow cards given. So we might so we don't actually lose a game. We might want to draw, but you know, kick a few guys in the shin and pick up a few yellow cards so we get an easier side of the draw. Which is, yeah, it sounds all very WWE. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean it's, all, it's all fake and they all sell injuries. Yeah, exactly. Um, but look, if we want to win the tournament, we've got to beat everyone. So, you know, come on, bring on Brazil, bring on Portugal, bring on Argentina. Like, fuck it, we'll beat them. Come I just on. want, I just want uh, England versus Portugal and then me and you can watch it and put money on it or something. And yeah. I'll probably lose, but... I'm trying to think. I, that could only happen if it's the final. I only watch fake sports, okay? Uh, hang on. No, no, no. It could happen. It could happen in the semis. I don't know anything about real sports. I just watch fake sports. <laughs> I go to I go to sports shows when I, someone offers me a ticket. Like, hey, I got tickets to the Leafs. You want to go? Okay, let's go. And you know what? I always have a fun time watching sports. I've never been to T- TFC game. TFC is fun. I take it TFC is not in the World Cup. Uh, Canada did make it, though, right? <laughs> No, Canada oh. didn't. Well, make it. you know what? Fuck. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't watch. Uh, but I, I like the fact that it brings a lot of people together. Uh, Toronto is such a multicultural city, um, which is one of the reasons I, I loved growing up here. And like you see outside, people with their flags, their jerseys everywhere. Especially people in their cars. Like they put their flags covering their whole car. Um, it's great to see. It's either bringing people closer together or making people uh, further apart because, you know, they're, like, supporting their country and they don't want to... I feel like people get mad at soccer, too. Like, people shout and lose money and things like that. So It's passion. Passion. It's passion, right. yeah. All right, well... Yeah, now, yeah. you said you, uh, you prefer the fake sports. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> going into that, you asked a question last week about uh a fake sport but a a pretty pretty genuine question would it be a rope break if bianca belair put her hair on the rope oh yes this is a very true thing last week on the show you did ask that so bianca belair um a future uh, nxt wwe women's champion for sure here at nxt um, and I'm sure everyone listening has heard of her. She has the the long hair. She uses it as a whip and stuff like that. And and we talked about that. Yeah, go on. Sorry. 
Now, being the the top cutthroat journalist, listen, I, 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 who I asks the tough questions. I love that you uh, you took this upon yourself to yeah. go. You're you are a, a, a journalist. So I tweeted Jimmy Corderas and asked, uh, "Would it count as a rope break?" And he said, "No, it's not part of the body." But hmm. we have a listener called Chris Last from the UK. He's a friend of mine, and he's a lawyer. Whoa. Now, he messaged and said that he has all the respect in the world for Jimmy Corderas, but he has to disagree with his opinion. (laughs) This is a little lengthy, but it's interesting. In Director of Public Prosecutions versus Smith in 2006, EWHC 94, I don't know what that means, a man was woken up by his girlfriend and presumably annoyed, pinned her down to his bed and cut off her ponytail. He was prosecuted for actual bodily harm in the magistrates, but the case was thrown out because under the law at the time, there was no concept of hair forming part of the body. The DDP, not to be confused with DDP, (laughs) wasn't happy, so appealed the decision, and the High Court found that hair would be considered part of the body. So, when cut against someone's will, an offence of actual bodily harm could be committed. In short, hair is a body part under this decision and so could be used to reach the ropes and break a hold or a pin cover. Importantly, this is only under the law in England and Wales, but I'd suggest this is relevant for the new NXT UK division. (laughs) So if Bianca Belair ever joins WWE NXT UK, she'll have to be careful. I feel like... Well, no, it would it would be in her advantage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I feel like if it's her real hair, it counts. And if it's a weave, it doesn't count. True. Uh, True. We need to ask Bianca Belair her thoughts on this one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going way too in-depth on a, on a silly wrestling-related question. But it's true. I actually have to disagree with Jimmy Corderas and say that if... Because it will be used as a spot in the future. I, I already know. Um she will be using her her hair to get rope break or to pull herself out or something along those lines it will definitely be used it's just it's just too good not to be used so yeah so good journalistic uh integrity here on up next by Davey P uh, good on you mate good on you uh, maybe we'll get Jimmy on this show one day i feel like maybe we'll do like an up next round table and ask him uh some thoughts on some up and coming uh, wrestlers and things like that. Just because we're in this like weird NXT era of like so many talented people that are probably going to be huge in the WWE in like a year, two years. So I feel like it's a it would be a fun chat. So maybe we should have him on soon. Um, well, you did that, uh, and well, we we watched a lot of UK stuff. Did you watch both shows, like both days of the UK NXT? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I finished this morning and then went straight into today's NXT. It was uh, a lot of wrestling, a lot of Tyler Bate and uh, Trent Seven to watch. But Yeah, yeah it was- uh, I mean, we won't go into detail. Again, go listen to Post Wrestling, uh, British Wrestling Experience for their full review. But we can definitely chat about it because, hey, we've been chatting about these shows for quite a while on, on our show. And... Um, there's a main match that happened on, I guess, both nights. But uh, the most, most, uh, the one I want to talk about is Undisputed Era versus British Strong Style, which was basically a six-man tag match that we've been dying to see for how long now in the world of NXT. This basically could have been like a 
uh, takeover main event. It could have been the the War Games uh, back in the Survivor Series weekend, um, and we've waited this long to kind of see it. And I don't think it, the the feud here is done, but Undisputed Era versus British Strong Style six man tag on night one of the UK show was just amazing. Uh, I don't even think this match went longer than like 10, 15 minutes. Maybe it did. It just, what did you, did you watch this match? And what did I you did, think? I did, yeah. It? It, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Lots of really fun spots. All, all six guys are so good. I'm, I'm trying to like, in my head, uh, differentiate the main event from this week's NXT, that match and the tag titles. Yes, match. yes. Them all, watched them all this morning. So I'm a bit like, confused what happened in what match but i think it was this was it this one where tyler bait did that crazy airplane spin with this the like Cesaro swing as well yeah the giant like, swing so he he does the airplane spin in his most of his matches and then he does it the opposite way so it's like double spin and then he spins around this time he had uh like adam cole on his shoulders and then also like kyle o'reilly and does an airplane spin while doing the giant swing on someone else just insane this guy is like by any not not the biggest guy uh in the world of professional wrestling but holy shit he is a big strong boy as he likes to call himself tyler Bate is a machine yeah like, like holy shit um I what thought, I love about yeah. these guys, sorry, sorry. No, go no, go, no, no, go for it. I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm just having a, a circle jerk for British strong style here. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about these guys is they're they're funny. Like they they do little comedy things during their matches, but they're not a comedy act. Hey, that's that's you know, that makes a make good wrestler. Laugh. Hey, Absolutely. yeah, that like look at Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Adam Cole. They make us laugh in their little itty bitty things that they do. But when it comes to their actual matches. It's serious. Like, that's yeah. what makes good wrestling, in my opinion. Like, look at uh, Kenny Omega is another one. The Young Bucks. They all do, like, the funny comedy stuff also while being very serious and still delivering on a professional level. I, I-, I thought this six-man was really great. Night two, when we got to see Undisputed Era, which uh, d- defending their NXT championship against uh, part of British Strong Style, Mustache, Mustache Mountain, which is just Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven, and Davey, over across the pond, we had a title change hands here in the world of NXT, um, the Big Strong Boys, the Mustache Mountain, defeated Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly to take the NXT titles back to full sale here. This, this, this match was crazy, too. Both of these matches were just fantastic. Um... I really, really love the fact that um, whenever it's like Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven, all six of these guys, it felt like they got to do whatever they wanted to do Yeah, in their own match. Like, everything in it was crazy. Some of the spots in it were insane. There was like uh, a, ty- a pop-up Tyler driver back lung blower like there was some crazy things also what's their like finishing move where it's like a a a dragon suplex with a flying clothesline or some shit like these guys are nuts man yeah with the like shoulder bounce off the rope yeah it's crazy it's crazy um mustache mountain beat undisputed era for the titles using another double team move which was like a burning hammer and a flying knee combo like these guys are insane 
Um, I'm so happy we're finally getting to see these guys because for me, it's been a payoff we kind of didn't get delivered to us. They teased Mustache Mountain and British Strong Style for so long if you watch NXT TV regularly. Like I said, it could have been the match back in Survivor Series weekend, and we didn't get that. Instead, now we're getting it, and and they won the titles, which is amazing. And I, you know, I try not to read ahead, and uh, some things have been spoiled for me. But I thought their their matches on this UK uh, tournament show, both shows, just delivered. I highly recommend if you have not watched, uh, if you're just a, a pick and chooser kind of like myself. Go pick and choose to watch these matches. They were so, so good. And Pete Dunne is a future WWE champion, in my opinion. Uh, that guy is money, man. How, yeah. how, how, do you, how do you look so majestic while beating people up like a, like a true bad guy? And majestic then... isn't a word I'd use to describe Pete Dunne. Oh, he looks so majestic. <laughs> no, he looks like a lion. Like, he looks majestic. I swear. He looks... So majestic when he's got his, his flowy hair. You wouldn't call Pete Dunn majestic? How? No. What word would you describe Pete Dunn with? Oh, Evil. Nasty. Brutish. <laughs> I love him. And I, I foresee the UK show going in a really good direction here. If it is, in fact, going to be their own brand. Um, what did you think of the actual tournament itself uh, from what you saw I mean, um, you, you, me and you watch a lot of uh, progress sometimes, and uh, we have become very familiar with a man named Travis Banks, and he is the current and reigning defending progress champion, but he was here in the tournament, and some of the matches I got to see with him were just phenomenal. Like, this guy is WWE written all over him, if you ask me. <laughs> Yeah, he's great. He's got a very similar style to Kylo Riley, I'd yes, say. Yes, definitely. Really, really hard striking, um, quick. Um, yeah, he's he's fantastic. Uh, I I thought. Um, oh, I've gone blank on his. Oh, Zach Gibson had a great uh, great tournament as well. Obviously, yes. his match his match against Pete Dunne, I thought was exceptional. Um, yeah, so Zach, Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach Gibson wins the tournament night one, then goes on to the, the next night to challenge Pete Dunne for the title. Uh, unfortunately for Gibson, he did not be, he was not able to defeat Pete Dunne for the, the championship, which I thought was a good story because last year we had the babyface Tyler Bate win the whole thing and win the title, and then this year it was kind of the opposite. It made you believe that Travis Banks was going to beat Gibson, but in the end he couldn't do it. And Gibson, the 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 big heel, what does he call himself? Liverpool's number one or yep. something like that. And all his moves are based on like Beatles songs and everything to do with uh, Liverpool. Am I correct on that? Uh, you're right. You're right. Helter, Helter Skelter. Yeah. And uh, Ticket to Ride are some of his moves. And then his his submission finish, which is the the Sh Shankly Gates or something. Do you know anything uh, yeah. about that? I thought this, I, this move looks sick. Yeah, it looks painful. And I thought they did so well in the match uh, with breaking down Pete Dunne's arm. Uh, Pete Dunne was selling his arm. like So was Travis Banks in that match. I, I, yeah. I, I, I liked Zach Gibson. Everything I watched of him. Also, uh, we have mentioned on this show, because you go to a lot of wrestling. You like to go to every WrestleMania, SummerSlam, all that stuff. You Brits have the strangest... 
Chance? <laughs> chance, right? Yeah. Okay, so explain explain the Zach Gibson chance here. I saw them going, uh, shoes off if you hate Gibson, shoes off if you hate Gibson, and literally these people have taken off their <laughs> shoes in the arena and are holding their shoes up saying, like, you suck so bad that we took our shoes off for you. So, so it's a football song where, like, of course, a, it, of course it is. I, I'm an Arsenal supporter, so we go stand up if you hate Tottenham. Stand up if you hate Tottenham. Stand up if you hate Tottenham. Yeah, stand up. They if did you that hate too, Tottenham, Zach Gibson, and yeah. everyone stands up. So they were doing that, and then they were doing sit down if you hate Gibson. Um, and then I, I don't know where the shoe thing came from, but it was fantastic. I guess they were fed up of standing up and down, so just took their shoes off uh, <laughs> but yeah uh zach gibbs and we've seen this in the progress shows he's so like the fans love to hate him yes um and he's you didn't get to see a great deal of his promos but his promos are fantastic just go and watch some of his progress promos he's so good at drawing heat he's really good on the mic and obviously like obviously most of the crowd there are, are all sort of UK UK independent yeah, fans. Yeah, so I was sure. familiar with all of them, which is great. Um and was giving him the hatred he deserves. <laughs> yes. He he he's also like really good in his in ring. Like all the matches I watched with him were really fun to watch. He's he works like a great heel. Like I said, it's it's funny because he's got moves named after the Beatles songs and his finish is really nice. But like when it came to his matches, it was good storytelling and like hard hitting. A lot of the stuff here in this tournament from a lot of the guys. I also even watched a lot of the uh, Download Fest matches, actually. Uh, I, I had them on in the background just the other day, and, and some of those were cool. But a lot of the UK style is like very like hard-hitting, uh, a lot of submission-based. Someone that uh, surprised me in this was Jack Gallagher. Um, he was in the tournament, uh, the 205 Live, or sorry, the Cruiserweight Classic, right? Yeah. And then he's been on 205 Live, and then this was like a different type of Jack Gallagher to me. This was like, stop with the silly gimmicks and just show me that you know how to wrestle. And well, it, it made more sense to me this way. He's been a heel um, for a while in 205 Live. Yeah. Has had that, like, but this was almost a hybrid of the two. Like He's gone back to the short trunks. And yeah, I felt this was the hybrid of his like earlier, funnier character, but with the more serious because he was playing to the crowd as yeah, well with because, the whole stand up. And when I, but I know what you mean, he was a lot more serious. Yeah, when I watch 205 Live, if I ever have, which actually, you know, sometimes if you watch 205 Live lately, it's been on a roll, but he kind of when I did watch him on it, he kind of reminded me of like a knockoff villain because he would come out yeah. with the umbrella and like the he's oh he's 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 a villainy British dude. It's like so kind of cheap. Whereas this was just like, hey, I used to be a actual uh, mixed martial artist or a boxer or something along those lines because he's really good at actual chain wrestling as well. Yeah. And it shows in these matches. And I don't know. It just stood out. When I saw his name and I was like, okay, I've already seen this guy and, you know, I've seen his matches. I've seen him live here uh, for Smash Wrestling. And I was like, yeah, he's good, but like whatever. And then I watched his matches. And I was like, okay. He definitely like stepped it up a bit. There's a good. There was a. There was a reason he was chosen, and it, and it made sense. Like his style was really good. A lot of the British style here uh, was was really nice. I liked a lot of uh, a lot of him. Uh, but go tell me about the 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 coffee guy, Joe Coffee, and his brother. Do you know anything about them? I honestly I don't know a great deal about okay. them. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I have watched them. I have. Wa- I used to watch ICW, and uh, the the coffee was like their guy there, and he was pretty. He was like a big boy there, and now he's with his brother here in in this NXT UK show that seems going forward. Um, I mean, where do you go if you're booking a whole roster? Um, hey, someone else who who returned, um, Noam Dar. Yes, yeah, I was pleased about that because I've been watching Noam Dar for years, and he's great. And I, he didn't really get the opportunity to show off how good he is in uh, Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah. Like, I thought he was one of the more familiar characters with the whole Alicia Fox thing. Alicia Fox. But <laughs> do hey, it, Shanna. Uh, <laughs> I, just to interrupt you, uh, Noam Dar has returned from injury this week. That was the surprise. Like he came yep. back from injury. Alicia Fox is now cleared as well. Oh. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Oh. Just putting it out there. Well, she it, needs to get drafted to NXT UK. Well, it, yeah, it looks like Noam Dar is going to be leaving 205 Live and be uh, a regular for the UK brand because he's now the number one contender. Yeah, so the night two, they had a bunch of guys, including Flash Morgan Webster. And he's in progress, right? He is, yeah. We've watched some of his stuff uh, when we've watched some progress. And I always look at him and I'm like, oh, it's the guy who, who dresses like he's in Oasis. Yeah. Uh, music videos. And then I watched uh, one of his matches from Download Fest. And then I watched him on night one in uh, in the tournament. And I was like, okay, he looks like a goofy British dude, but he actually can wrestle pretty nicely. So I kind of want to see more from him. I kind of want to see him kind of get better. So I, a lot of these guys, if they get brought in here to WWE territories, essentially, I feel like it will help them. And I think a lot of these guys that I'm naming off here, like your Noam Dars or your Gallagher's or your... Uh, um, even Travis Banks, like getting a, a nice WWE rub or like training and helping you out there, perfecting your your style and your character and everything will help a lot of these people. Yeah. I was just like, I was impressed by like so many different dudes in this tournament. I really, really liked it. Um, I, I, I loved watching um, this, this both these shows again, just like I did last year. It was really fun. I also watched um, this really late at night to get the real British experience. <laughs> you know, like you guys so you started at 1am and yeah, I watched it really tired and I was like still yeah. into it. You know, I had to get that real thing. Um, <laughs> but if, uh, if they go forward, uh, also wait, what's, cause I just said that flash Morgan Webster is the guy who dresses like he's from Oasis or the Beatles or something. Um, same band, right? <laughs> um, What's Noam Dar's finishing move? He used it. He didn't win with it, but uh, the champagne super knee bar or something? Yeah, yeah. So he, <laughs> back in the UK, he always used to come out to... Um, champagne Supernova? No, he'd come out to What Story Morning Glory. Gotcha. That would be his entrance music. So he he's just obviously a, a big Beatles fan as well, but it doesn't come across in his ring gear or anything like um, the mod. Because... Because I swear that that is a clever. If you name things after songs, you win in my books. Like that's why Zach Gibson was really funny to me. But I loved uh, all the stuff here. Go watch these shows um, again. If you're a pick and choose wrestling fan, uh, I would choose some of these matches over main roster stuff definitely. Um, but I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want to move on without talking about the new love of my life, Davey. 
I mean, I loved her before, but now I really love her because I got to see her bring her A-game to a WWE product uh, on TV here. And not saying she hasn't before, but Tony Storm, Davey. Yeah. Um, money. Money, money, money is Tony Storm. What do you think? Did you watch her, Tony Storm versus Shayna Baszler? Or did you... I did. Okay. And it was an interesting finish because I guess they're trying to protect Good. Tony a bit with not having her pinned or submitted, yes. but like unable to make the 10 count. Um, yeah, I've no, watched, she's impressive. Uh, yeah. like, we've, we've seen a fair bit of yeah, her. Yeah. She's always super impressive. We and... watched uh, we watched some of her in progress and she like blew me away. It was like crazy. Some of the stuff she does is insane. Um, and she is like... You know what? I, I, like I am, a, I am a, <laughs> I'm a fan of the way she looks, just out of uh, my own perverted mind. But she is a beast. Like she can wrestle. She yeah. clearly, she clearly invests all her time, energy, and and her whole life into this. And she keeps getting better and better. And she's actually like this. I, I don't like Shayna Baszler and I have talked on this show. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not believing it. I feel like Shayna Baszler is just chilling as NXT women's champion. So that one day down the line, she gets brought up to be like a side, uh, character in the Rondi Ronda Rousey storyline in the main roster. Like, oh yeah, well I've been in NXT and, and and then they go off to have a feud on WWE TV. But Shayna doesn't really bring it for me. But I thought Tony Storm was fantastic. I think maybe if they make an NXT UK women's champion, she should be the first one. Um also I want to see Tony Storm versus Kyrie Zane in the near future in NXT TV. So let's have that. Let's do it. What do you think of that? Because your, well, girl, your girl would go down, David. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about having a non-Brit being the first UK women's champion. Yeah, but she's been doing the UK I mean, she's stuff. been representing the UK, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see who they bring in women-wise. Yeah, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoyed it as well. Um, I thought the, the whole show was, was great. Did you, did, did you, what was your, your highlight of both shows here? Because I really liked Gibson and Dunn. I really liked Gibson and Travis. But I, I have to say the, the six-man tag just blew my mind. Undisputed Era and British Strong Style. Holy cow. Yeah, I'd say I loved the, I loved the UK Championship match of night yep. two. I thought that was fantastic. And yeah, the six-man. They were my two. Well, uh, go watch these matches. Uh, yeah, the six man and and the main title match were one, some of the best wrestling matches we've seen all year. Definitely uh, from WWE here or NXT, whatever you want to call it. Really, really good stuff. And it did not stop there because then we have NXT this week, right? Yes, we do. All righty then. Well, uh, okay. I need a shit. Can we just? <laughs> <laughs> I did. You're cutting all that out, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, I will. NXT from June 27th, 2018. We're recording this on the 28th. Uh, so it's now been uh, more than one week, two weeks since TakeOver Chicago. And the landscape of NXT has... Not really changed drastically, but 
As things change, the more they stay the same. Aleister Black, the NXT champion, comes down to the ring. He grabs a microphone. He says that adversity. I have adversity. Lars Sullivan took me to the edge. He is a freak of nature, but I have adversity. And as he continues on, Tomasa Ciampa. Sorry, sorry. What's his name? Tomato Champion. Come on. Tomato Champion comes out uh, to no music and the crowd boos here at Full Sail. He has a microphone and he says, You stood face to face with adversity and now you stand face to face with the devil. He says, Listen here, Alistair. You stopped Lars Ulrich. But in the main event, I beat Johnny Gargano with my arms tied behind my back. He goes, sometimes they say the man makes the title, but in your case, the title makes the man. Maybe I'll take the title from you and one day you can main event to take over and then you will fade to black. So uh, Alistair Black gets a little upset by this and he jumps to the ring and Tomasa Ciampa uh, retreats. So they're teasing that Ciampa gets the NXT title shot because he beat Gargano in the main event of the pay-per-view. Realistically, in booking terms, he he should get some sort of title shot, even though he was such a a dastardly cheating way to win. What do you think of this this whole thing? Because, uh, again, I don't read ahead, but this is interesting. Yeah, I've not read ahead either. I'm I'm kind of just because I'm in love with the Gargano Champers story yeah. and it needs a resolution. I kind of think this should maybe be a TV match in between now and SummerSlam. And <laughs> so you're saying Champa should win the NXT title before SummerSlam and then. They- <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I'm the guy, I'm a guy who's been like, but Alistair Black is good. Come on guys. Look, his match with Lars was really good. Except that botch. And it's like, Oh, he's still good. And then every time, every week goes by, I'm like, huh, Maybe I, maybe I don't, maybe he doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm not interested in him at the moment. Like His I think promo work has not, I think he's fantastic yeah. in the ring, but I'm just not interested. And I feel as, I feel like I'm going to say it. this feud will be. You're going to make me say it. You're going to make me say it. He's, what bo- are you? he's boring. He's boring. Look, he, he beats Lars, not in the main event of a show. Uh, he comes out and says, oh, he's a freak of nature, but I have adversity. You're boring. You're boring. You should come out and be like, yo, I kicked this guy's ass. He's a monster. What the fuck is next? Let's go. Ciampa, you think you're a beast? Let's go. I, I need to be the main event. Like, he needs to kind of be... The guy looks so cool. He's covered in tattoos. He's got, like, a great theme song. He wears all black. His last name is Black. He's cool. Why are you boring me, then? You shouldn't be boring me. You're cool. Come on. I think yeah. they, I think they took the cool out of him. I think they really cooled him down, oh. if I will, because he's just boring. Like a, a, a time ago, when I did this show and watched him before he was champion, he was really interesting. Uh, he did not say much. Uh, he didn't really do much. He sat down in his weird pose, and then he kicked people in the head. He was pretty interesting. And I thought going forward, he was going to continue to evolve his character. And I feel like now the character has had a halt since winning the title. And now I think he's boring. Am I wrong? Someone fight me on this. But 
You're not wrong. It, yeah. It's harsh, but you're not wrong. They need to. I think Champa is actually a perfect person to draw interest from him. But sure. the thing is, this story isn't finished with Gargano. Exactly. So there's only, exactly. only so seriously I can take this feud at the moment. Yeah. Um, and it could be. It could be a pre-SummerSlam thing. I don't know. I, I don't read ahead. So. Um, they mentioned that Lars actually did break his jaw in this match that they had. Like they show an X-ray of Lars's mouth, yeah, and there was there was a part of his jaws broken, um, and he can he actually continued the match and still finished the match. Uh, so Lars, five star Lars, guys, yeah, there's impressive. a guy, yeah. Like listen, everyone's gonna make fun of that botch, but besides that, that match was fine. Yeah. Uh, so get ready for five star Lars on your main roster in the n- near future of WWE because honestly, he wasn't bad, uh, and, and he's injured now, which is probably kind of good for him so i don't know if there's a slot here now for you so just recover come back maybe go straight to the main roster i don't know um go to the main roster and maybe the main roster will start having five star matches (laughs) (laughs) um we go backstage or outside of full sale i should say vanessa Bourne is an immediate scrum why is it always uh the bad heels in the women's division that are doing the media scrums all the time uh vanessa Bourne says can anyone tell me why Kyrie Sane dresses like a pirate? Yeah, well, Vanessa, can you tell me why why you dress like Diana Ross? <laughs> uh, well, there leave my girl alone. <laughs> there ain't no mountain high enough for Kyrie Sane to. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. I saw I saw Vanessa. It started Bo- off well. I know, then- <laughs> I know. Uh, Vanessa Bourne on on uh, Instagram posted this this screen cap of her saying this in this promo she goes i wish she said it here in the promo because her instagram post was even funnier and she said can anyone tell me why she dresses like a pirate i mean you go sailing once or twice and you think you're a captain now <laughs> which i think is very funny do you know for a fact that Kyrie zane like do you know if she does in fact sail do you know if she is in fact a pirate what do we know about the credibility of the pirate princess? Is all I'm asking, David. Well, I know pirates steal things, and she's definitely stolen my heart. <laughs> oh. oh, that's lame. But why is <laughs> why, why is the rum uh, gone? Sorry. Why is the rum gone? The, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says that Vanessa Bourne says that I'm going to be the face of NXT, and I'm going to be women's champion, not Kyrie. So, uh, I don't know, it's just kind of out of place here, but, uh... At yeah, least... it looks like Kyrie's gonna have another sort of Lacey Evans-type feud before they move her on. Kyrie's gotta be the Shayna opponent, in my opinion. At so- eventually, yeah. They're, they're keeping her busy, which is good. Um, yeah, she she must be Brooklyn, I guess. Who Brooklyn, else would there be? Brooklyn. Yeah, it's gotta be Kyrie Zane versus Baszler, I think. Kyrie or Candice, I guess. Not Candice yet, no. No. She's got to be involved in the, the Champa Gargano feud still. <laughs> yeah, although they seem to be separating her from Which it, is good, which is good, week, yeah. Which is good, yeah. Uh, something that is not good, Kona Reeves comes down to the ring. Uh, NXT's finest. Finest. Uh, Percy. Percy. Percy slowly wins me over. Um, he... <laughs> He yells, actually. He goes, guys, look, Kona is actually... (laughs) 
I can't even repeat. Okay, hold on. I got this. I got this. Percy says, look, he's even got a few more chains now. He's got <laughs> yeah. that Ric Flair drip. <laughs> uh, so Kona, it, it, now he's NXT's finest. He's been making more money so he can afford to wear more chains. And not the kind of chains that make your skin turn green, but actual chains. It's two chains, Kona Reeves, with that Ric Flair drip. Um, I don't know if Percy knows exactly what Ric Flair drip means. And I don't know what that means. Okay, okay. Um, what about... Educate me, Brayden. Uh, 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 I don't know if this show is the time or place for me to be discussing the Ric Flair drip. Personally, I have no experience with the Ric Flair drip. But I have heard that it is, it is in fact, a thing... And, uh, oh, I'm, okay. I've, yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I it up. yeah. Oh, really? All right. There <laughs> you go. Uh, so, uh, Ric Flair drip. Go woo on a bitch. Um, Kona Reeves is facing off against <sighs> Maxim Alberto. I thought it was Max Hamberto. Okay. So, this is the problem here. His, his name is said by the commentators, Maxim something. But his his ring gear says Max something else on it. Oh, really? Yeah, so... <laughs> so, Jobber Dude, you showed up with your, your, like, indie name on your tights, and they're like, yeah, we're changing your name today. You're but, gonna be you this. know, this is what really pissed me off about Alberto Del Rio when he left. And he went to, uh, like, Lucha Underground as Alberto El Patron. Yeah. His boots still said ADR on it. His trunk still said <laughs> ADR on it. It's like, dude, come on, you make enough. Because he's on that Ric Flair Can drip. He's yeah. on that Ric Flair he's drip. He's on that Ric Flair drip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Just Max whatever, this guy. Listen, um, this was a squash. Uh, Kona does his shitty elbow, does the Hawaiian drop. And uh, pins this jobber. This was not good by any means. What did you think of this? I didn't write anything down about it. Like, it was just... It was there. It was Kona Reeves. It was a jobber. Like, Move on. Part of me, part, part of me, part of me wants to be the troll who's like, yeah, the finest. He's the best. But he's really not. He got in a little bit more better shape, I'd say. But Yeah, I think his teeth are a bit whiter. Yeah, I now, knew you were going to say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, whatever, give give him a proper feud now, and like, let's no, see how he does No, that's a waste. I don't need to see him on a takeover or anything. He's not there. Not, not a takeover, but give him a little TV sure, feud okay. to see how he deal, deals with it. All right, fine. We'll see. See if he really is the finest. I like the way he says finest. That's the only thing he's good at. Finest. Lacey Evans versus Candice LeRae is our next matchup. We were just discussing that maybe Candice will go in her own direction, and they do go that direction. Um, Lorray hits a series of Japanese arm drags off in the beginning of this match. Then Lacey gets back on the uh, on the aggressive. She bullies Candice most of this match. Uh, Lorray gets back in with a neck snap and this crazy, like, jumping DDT or cutter off the top rope. Candice LeRae then hits what Morrow calls a, a vertebraker, but really is a unprettier or a kill switch, if you will. And then a crazy lion salt 
For the win, Candice LeRae beating Lacey Evans in a quick match here. An unprettier and a lion salt. Looked really nice, in my opinion. I do foresee her going really far in the world of... Uh, of NXT and WWE, I think she's just she's so polished, and it sh- it's the it shows. best she's looked, and it's a, it's actually the first real showing she's had. I mean, we've seen her in matches, but she had that like uh, match against Selena yeah. Vega where nothing happened, yeah, and then the match against Bianca Belair where it was her being distracted by Johnny Gargano all the time. So this was the first time I feel we've properly seen her uh, just wrestle and go for it, and I thought she was great. I, I'm actually really starting to like Lacey Evans. I think um, she's improved so much since she started. I think she understands her character well. Um, I think she should go. She could go far as well. You know what? You're not wrong. Like the character itself and the way she's coming about it, like she, it, it makes sense to me. And she is getting a little bit better. But I, I do want to see more of Candice LeRae uh, down the line, like a Candice versus. Uh, Baszler match or Candice versus Kyrie or or Bianca or any of them down the line would be really great. Candice versus Tony Storm down the line, please. Take, yeah, take my money. Um, but I at- loved her. Sorry, I loved her right hand striking as well when her left hand was fucked and she. I thought she looked really <laughs> aggressive and I thought that looked great. Sort of the fire building up to the end of the match. Yeah, she's good. She's really believable. I, I, we mentioned this before during the whole Gargano Champa feud thing that. Her, her, her and Gargano are, are quite similar. They're they're so believable in everything yeah. they do. Like there's a, there must be a reason they're together because they're really good at making everything so believable. Um, like as as awful as it says, like their acting is really good. I guess it's, it's not an awful thing to say, but like they're I'm really so. good. At, yeah, they're really good. I want to see definitely want to see more of her. I need to watch some of, more of her indie stuff because uh, she's great. Um, but but as I talk about how. They're trying to separate her and the Gargano. As soon as that match ends, it goes to Johnny Wrestling backstage in an interview. And he says, listen, I'm really happy for Candice. But right now, I can't focus. Because Ciampa won. He beat me in Chicago. But you know what? This is far from over. The way I see it, I beat him once. He beat me once. So we need to do this one more time. Yeah. He says, I don't care if it's in Brooklyn. I don't care if it's in the streets. And I don't care if it's in a freaking grocery store. It ends when he does. And he walks off. All nice. right. All right. All right. All right. Give me your thoughts on uh, on this, David. <laughs> I liked it. I <laughs> You didn't? <laughs> you didn't like the grocery store line? <laughs> uh, I don't know. The last time I watched a grocery store match, Booker T's dick came out. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, Stone Cold versus Booker T in a grocery store or 7-Eleven or wherever the fuck that match happened, his junk came out <laughs> in that match. Um, but you know, I don't know. I'm just, but... I'm just happy to know that this feud is continuing. It's it's not often in wrestling you want to see a story go on yeah, so long. Yeah. And I have seen I have seen some memes joking about it, like showing them at Takeover 2050 and they're gray. And they're gray haired. Yeah, but I saw this like, meme. Yeah, I don't care. Like I'm loving this story, and it it still feels like there's room for one more. 
and look at the all... story isn't ended yet. Oh, the story the story is far from over, definitely. Listen, what I'm trying to say is I really want to see them fight again. Obviously, we need the third match, and the third kind of has to be the rubber match, has to be the last one, at least yeah. here in NXT. I foresee you will see them down the line in the main roster at one point in WWE fighting it out. Look how many times, if you're an old school kind of wrestling head, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. They've had so many matches against each other or in tag matches, whether they're on a tag, same tag team or against each other. And every time it, it was still good to, it was still fun to watch. Look at Kevin yeah. Owens and, and Sami Zayn. Uh, I mean, Sami Zayn's not going to be wrestling Kevin Owens for any time soon, but with his injury now. But th- there's something about people who, who connect, who have chemistry and yeah. who maybe really are like really close friends. It comes through when you watch and it just makes for something more special. I think that these two have something, definitely have something, whether it be their their New Orleans match or their last TakeOver Chicago match. They have something. And the storyline is, is really is one of the best things in wrestling. The only thing I'm poking fun at is TakeOver Brooklyn, the final and third match. Johnny Gargano versus Tomasa Ciampa in a grocery store match. Like, why did you need to say you wanted to fight him in a grocery store? I just don't I just didn't get it. Uh, but I, I, I can't wait to see what happens there. But I just hope when they do both move on, uh, I'd love to see them on separate brands for a long time. Yeah. Like, keep them apart for a, at least a year. Like, whereas Sammy and Kevin have just always been together, I yeah. feel, separate them. Like, have this final match... Uh, maybe move one of them up, move one of them into the title picture. Sure. And then when you move the other one up, have them separate shows. They'll just be on NXT forever. Yeah. Just keep them here. That's It's fine. Just leave. Just stay here. I'm sure they're making amazing money. People are buying those uh, Johnny Wrestling shirts. You're, no one's buying the, the Blackheart shirts because you can't buy it. You still can't buy that Champa shirt. Damn. What the fuck? Um, heavy Machinery. <laughs> they're barbecuing uh they call out the mighty and uh then it cuts back to their their sausages and uh potatoes and vegetables on their grill this was weird (laughs) we're talking about grocery stores and then we go to two guys barbecuing in their backyard in florida uh what is going on um although i i laughed still so dozovich is so funny they're funny they are funny (laughs) Uh, Tucker Knight is is funny as well. I I, th- I don't know. This was fine. It's just, it's just okay. They're barbecue. It was just it was just to remind us, like a quick thirty seconds, show off their humor a bit, remind us that this feud with the Mighty is happening. Because it's like uh, I know it was it was totally that. It was totally like, hey, actually, we're just literally having a barbecue right now. We're just cooking dinner. Should we just film a promo for the show? Yeah, yeah do that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I know in their thing they call it like steaks, weights, and shakes and stuff. Right. Or whatever, but they weren't yeah, even yeah. eating steaks. They're just eating some sausages. So yeah, uh, they could have been like, "Yeah, we're just eating the mighty right here." A bunch of sausages, or but or some ham, a bunch of hams. Uh, so they basically call out the mighty TM61. Uh, so we'll, I'm sure we'll see them have a, a rematch there because those guys cheated to beat these guys, right? So we'll see. Yeah, but twice then, I think. Didn't they? Yeah, but then where does where does War Raiders fall into this? So we'll see what happens uh, in, the, in the weeks to come here for NXT. Uh, but then it goes to this like really rushed kind of thing here. It says, "Hey, William Regal just tweeted something," and uh, it cuts to the tweet, and it says, uh, <laughs> "This is William Regal's tweet here." 
Johnny Gargano needs to move on. So next week, he will face EC3. What? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> uh, so William Regal has turned heel. I mean, he's always... He's such a villain, really. But what? Yeah, I feel they're just... Um, they're prolonging it. They're going to separate them for a little bit. Uh, okay. I can see... I can see this title match being on TV, the Champa Black, and maybe Gargano interferes to like, like provoke him even more to sure. eventually get that match granted. Yeah, uh, strange. Um, we go to Candice LeRae backstage. She says that listen, everything that's been going on with Gargano and Champa has been really serious. Uh, Gargano is has been super involved into this thing. He's been super like focused on that. But right now, I need to focus on myself. This is Candace talking about her own career here. So I, I, I foresee things going on with her. I, I like Candace a lot, actually. Like I said, she's a really good actor and, and in ring. Everything is going to work out for her, I'm sure. Um, we go now to our, our main event of the evening. The newly, cra- the, the newly crowned NXT champions, tag team champions, are here. The British are here. The British are here. Tyler Bate and Trent Seven Mustache Mountain come down to the ring with their with the gold around their waist. They are going to face the team of Dave Dixon and Carl Axelrod. Best name ever. <laughs> Next to JC and Chris. Axelrod. Axelrod. What? What? <laughs> Guys. Yeah. Let's just call him Carl. Carl Axelrod and Dave Dixon. They don't get their moment to shine because they are blindsided and attacked by Undisputed Era. They attack the jobbers. And when I say kill them, they kill them. Oh, Roddy's flying knee was Roddy insane. just comes out of just nowhere his head and fly. His knee just kills this dude. Uh, it took the rod right off the axle. Um... They grab the the stick and they say, listen here, you British people, you are just a fluke. Your win was a fluke. You need to give us back our titles and go back to that dump you call a country. Because this is our era and you're just living in it. And they come and they're about to attack because Pete Dunne is not there. And they're about to get a three on two advantage. But who comes down to the ring to save them? Ricochet. He slides in, does his Spider-Man entrance. Now it's three on three. Cuts to commercial break to tell us about uh, the award-winning WWE Network where you can watch such fine shows like NXT. Which you're watching right now. (laughs) Cuts back and it says, William Regal has uh, decided that this is now a six-man tag team Match here for the main event. William Regal is so quick on this show. However, we don't get to see him. So I hope he's okay. I think he's recovering from something. Um, So Mustache Mountain and Ricochet versus Undisputed Era here. Right now, they get the airplane spin by Tyler Bate early on. Then a senton and then another senton by Ricochet. All onto Roderick Strong or Kyler Riley. Uh, Trent Seven does his huge chops that are so loud, but then his fake-out DDT. Just like you've mentioned, I've watched now three matches in the span of two days with 
Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. So I feel like some of the stuff are going in and out because they do similar spots in some of the matches. Um, but they're so great. Um, Tyler does this like moonsault combo thing. I, I don't know. There's so many cool moves in this spot. This was a fun match as well. If I have to say, if you have to watch any wrestling this week, this should be one of the matches you watch. Um, I love the sucker punch that Tyler Bate does. The bop. The bip and bop. Bop and bang. Bop yeah. and bang. Yeah. Um, he he does it to all three members of Undisputed Era. Really cool spot. Um, he goes for his like headbutt thing where he gets tossed into the ropes, but he uses his head then bounces back and usually lariats someone. But as he goes to do that, Adam Cole kicks him in the head and then he ends up getting this huge, nasty knack, na- uh, backbreaker from Roderick Strong, uh, which allows them to all beat on him. Um, then he hits like uh, Roddy hits a shoulder breaker, which looked crazy. Uh, Ricochet comes in and does this crazy move where he neck breakers Roddy while making Roddy DDT Adam Cole all in one swift motion. Uh, he does the tiger faint kick, and Morrow says he looks like he's a puma. Right. See what he did there. Uh, Trent Seven hits a side Michinoku driver for a two count Um, There's the seven star lariat But uh, Cole interrupts the pin Adam Cole hits Trent Seven With a huge Ushi Garoshi And It's it's broken up by Ricochet Um, There's just so many exchanges And near falls near the end of this match It's just so crazy Um, There's a, a backbreaker On the apron by Roddy um, there's a spot where Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are, are signaling for the high and low on Ricochet and they go to nail him with it, but he counters the high and low with like a moonsault flip kick up thing. Yeah. Like a backflip. It was insane. Like a this, handspring backflip. This is crazy. He counters yeah. the, so the high lows where one guy, Roddy hits him by the legs and the, and O'Reilly hits him from the top, right? Classic total elimination style move here. And he counters this, uh, hits a pump kick to Adam Cole, a jumping flatliner on him, dumps the other guys, goes up top, hits the 630 senton on Adam Cole. But Kyle O'Reilly grabs him by the leg, pulls him out of the ring. This is where uh, there's the, 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 <laughs> the end of heartache on Ricochet by Roddy onto the apron, Rolls him back in, and Adam Cole pins Ricochet. Undisputed Era walk up the ramp. Uh, the villains they are. They have defeated Mustache Mountain and Ricochet, but it was non-title, so they have not gotten their titles back yet. So this was a lot of fun. This was crazy. There's a real cool shot, funny shot, of Kyle O'Reilly near the end when he breaks up the 630 pin there. And his face is just so funny. The facials, the visual of Kyle O'Reilly. He is a standout star. I feel actually watching a lot of these shows. I watched three shows in total in the past two days. I have to say that Kyle O'Reilly is a future star in the world of professional wrestling here in the WWE. I also have to say that about Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven. Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. All of these guys have just been delivering. Ricochet here as well, but I guess everyone can see that coming. I don't know. I just thought this was really fun. Um, Go check this out if you didn't. Uh, Any of these UK guys. There's just so much fun. I agree. Like, all six of these guys. um, He killed it. And Pete Dunne. Like, you... 
you're excited every every time you see they're going to have a match you know it's going to be good um so they're they're just killing it in nxc and but again it's like these feel a bigger deal than alistair black like the North American title feels bigger than the NXT title at the moment, I'd say. Yeah, because this he's is the not most boring. featured guy. Um, I I kind of assume, are we going Ricochet, um, Adam Cole? It has think? To, I think so, yes. I think that for North American and then a rematch for the tag titles at Brooklyn, I guess. Adam Cole also is just money as well. I feel like he is a, a, a name to be reckoned with. He, he, a force to be reckoned with. He's so good as well. I, I have to praise everyone, uh, everyone involved in all the shows. I've watched the, the UK shows, uh, whether it be the new up-and-coming kind of greener guys in the tournament or people like here on NXT, just everyone has been delivering. I just thought it was really, really, really fun. Uh, and, and having the the British Strong Style brought in finally to kind of square off with Undisputed Era, finally to me is like the payoff, payoff I've been waiting for because I've been wanting to see these guys go at it for so long. Um, and they mesh really well. The styles clash really nice and everything about it is just super great. Um, Undisputed Era is <laughs> super funny. I love how uh, they do their 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 thing. I still can't do their hand signal, hand sign. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to I'm do it. It's now. a podcast. Yeah. You can't see, but I'm trying to do it, and I can't. So yeah. My mirror's a bit far away. I can't see it. Yeah, so I'll get, I'll get it one day. But... Um, I, I am disappointed we're not going to see the air guitar on the belt anymore. It's, that's kind of sad. Unless they win the titles back. Unless they win it back, yeah. But it's going to be a few weeks, isn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. Kyle O'Reilly, his air guitar. No, I, 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 the belt. I, I know that, yeah. Uh, it's not a belt. Belt, hold up your pants. <laughs> All right, CM Punk. <laughs> um... I foresee Kyle O'Reilly playing air guitar on many championships in the WWE in his future. Um, he's just so good. Poor Bobby Fish. Poor Bobby Fish. Yeah, I'm interested. I He's still got a good few months to go, hasn't he, I think? I think so. Yeah. I'll be interested to see where he slots in when he's back. I just really like... Uh, like undisputed, The only thing about Undisputed I don't like is their name. And even that doesn't bother me anymore at all. So... It's chantable, uh, so like it's yeah. Because yeah, it doesn't. I re- yeah, I, I really liked it. Like I, I like the line that they said before the match here, where he said, "This is our era, and you're just living in it." That is a good catchphrase to use, uh, because yeah, the name doesn't really make sense, but these guys are workhorses, and they're so so over, and they're supposed to be bad guys. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, I don't know how you you couldn't watch this program and you still watch the main roster and you, and you choose to skip NXT as a wrestling fan, you're just wrong. You need to be watching NXT. It's just so, so good. This week was really just this match for me. Like the rest of this NXT episode was just kind of there. Yeah. You, you always find this after a takeover, you yeah. have the, have the hangover show and then it's like, okay, you this gotta get is back the in the beginning gear. of yeah. getting the ball rolling again. And um, this match was, uh, was worth my time is what I'm saying. Yeah. So no, it was good fun. Um, let's go to some feedback. Again, you can po- post your feedback every week. We do our show either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. Forum.postwrestling.com or on our Twitters at the Bray D at Davey Portman. Um, 
I asked people to post some feedback for this week's NXT or if they did watch the UK shows, which I'm, it's looking like everyone did, just kind of looking here. Um, I'll start off uh, with some here. Martin from London. I didn't attend day one in London because of the first England World Cup game, which was the case for many fans, giving the lower attendance. The final and six-man tag were by far and away the highlights, but Gibson was built up incredibly well, and the show did a great job of putting over the Shankly Gates as a finisher. You have to exert all your energy to escape. Good use of Joe Coffey as a heel going forward. I'm sure there'll be something with this brother too. The only misstep was them not editing out the women's title match was originally a four-way. It was a shame Ginny got hurt, but I'm confident she will be a major player once UK NXT gets underway. I was at day two, and the live pop for Mustache Mountain's title win was the loudest I've ever been a part of. They even took the belts to progress the next weekend and took pictures with fans with them there. That was really fun. Also to see no, also good to see Noam Dar back, even with Johnny Sate calling it a fatal four-way match. The last two matches were great in different ways. Tony Storm's great selling against Baszler and Pete Dunne getting everyone hyped up against Gibson. He says 8 out of 10 with different viewing perspectives on the UK shows. It seemed like a fun series of shows. I could, I would imagine going to the Progress shows after it would be really, really crazy just because probably so many of those talents were at that show, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Progress and ICW going forward. I imagine they're still going to run the same with the same talent just being shared with yeah, WWE. I, 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 I can't see the WWE guys being exclusive. I think they're going to be on similar deals they've like they've been on at the moment. So, yeah, they, it's going to be weird. They mentioned at the same time. They had Moro mention in in the Travis Banks versus Zach Gibson match. Moro Ranallo on commentary was like, "Hey, this guy is the current." progress champion like this guy is a monster this travis banks like they actually talked or they mentioned it so yeah. which i thought they wouldn't do and they did so uh, which is which is good it makes it like if you're <laughs> if you're nerds like me and david and you watch this like this is a real niche show if a hundred people watch wrestling wwe probably 30 of those people watched this show and if you do you're probably really into it so they don't insult your intelligence and they, they go as if like you know everything. And if you don't know everything, maybe you haven't heard of Travis Banks before this thing. They tell you, they fill you in, they actually give you the knowledge like it's an actual tournament, like it's an actual sporting event, even though it's fake. And it's great. I really, really like it. Um, I, yeah, it's I, weird when you consider main roster barely even recognize the NXT title. Like yeah, when they come out on SmackDown or whatever, they – Rarely like, say former NXT champion. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it just it just bizarre. makes it different. Like I know myself, this guy's a champion. Maybe it's an indie pro- promotion, whatever. But then he actually, Morrow, the commentator, is talking to me and, and fills me in on that. Not being like, ah, he's he's fought, uh, he's been a sports entertainer all around uh, the UK. It's like you know, you're filling me in with actual knowledge. You're not treating me like an idiot, which I feel like when I watch raw or smackdown sometimes i'm just like oh okay you think i'm stupid and i know i am but you think i'm dumber than i actually am <laughs> yeah uh, do you have your feedback open there? i do yes so jesse from the six hey what up the brady and dvp i've yet to watch this week's nxt but i do have some responses to last week's up next Uh-oh. 
Davey got one point in the sample sale, enough to tie him for second last. Oh, last yes, 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 yes. So, so, so Jesse from the Six had a party where he played samples of a song, and then you had to guess what rap songs or whatever used that sample, and uh, I came in second place. David, and I didn't lose. So that's... Did you lose? Were you last place? No, I, he just said I was second last. Oh, last. wow, look at you. Yeah, because you said I was last last week. Oh, sorry. Bell end. Yeah. Right. Uh, sorry to say, but the main event of Wrestle Kingdom 13 is unlikely to be Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi, since they instituted the since they've in- instituted the policy of the G1 winner challenging at Wrestle Kingdom in 2012. The winner of the tournament has never faced the champion he went on to challenge at Wrestle Kingdom during the course mm. of the tournament. It's just not how Gato books. Listen, listen, Jesse from the Six um, may be the smartest person I've ever met. In fact, I believe, David, his predictions for this year's World Cup are 100% accurate at this moment. Really? He, he uh, is very, very smart. I can't believe he called Germany. He, he, he is uh, very, very smart. And right. he says here that we will not see Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom 13. Uh, David, I am not a smart man. But I know what love is. And love is Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi in the Tokyo Dome, baby. And that is what we're going to see. There's going to be some there's gonna be some fishiness going around in the G1 if we do see Kenny versus Kota. Uh, I, I don't know. That just, that's the match to me. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry, Jesse. You're wrong. <laughs> also, Jesse, though, goes on to correct me. Continue reading his feedback yeah. here. Uh, and we've got to hurry up because England plays soon. So okay. like, stop talking, Brayden. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dilemma is by Nelly. Uh, Dilemma is by Nelly feet Kelly Rowland. Not Ja Rule. Come on, Brayden. You should know that. Yeah, I messed up last week. I realized that after the show that I talked about the, sh- the, the song Dilemma is actually Nelly and Kelly Rowland. Uh, Davey, do you think England should, would try to lose against Belgium tomorrow or at least pick up a red card to come second in the group on fair play? A loss that gets them into the easier side of the draw. So, yeah, that's what I said earlier. Um, I don't know. I don't like seeing people try to lose, uh, but I wouldn't be opposed to a a draw and a couple of yellow cards, maybe. Kick the ball. Do (laughs) sports things. (laughs) Mark from Vaughn is our next feedback here. Undisputed Era and British Strong Style have had a huge three straight nights in a row on the network. Love the six man from Monday's show. It was like an answer to the question what would happen if you put WWE performers in a PWG ring? Just awesome working. Everything was crisp. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be great if Ciampa went into Brooklyn as champion for Hell in a Cell main event against Gargano, but how would you book our way there and try to protect Alistair? Which has already been a lackluster reign. Or do you think Ciampa's pursuit of the title is just so Gargano can screw him out of it? Yeah, that makes more sense. I still don't think they need the title, but if everyone everyone else seems to think that they, they should have it, then fuck it, give it to them. I, I just want to see them have uh, one more match. Whether it be Hell in a Cell or not, it makes sense to have it Hell in a Cell, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think it will be the main event. Um... I can see Gargano screwing Champa. Sure. I I just really don't know where that leaves. You're you're right. It's been a lackluster reign, and Alistair's not going to main event again. And there's no real person I can see him facing right now. Yeah. And uh, I I don't want him involved in it 
in any way with like a triple threat or whatever. Like, no. He's got um, a he's got a side question here. What did you think of Kane and Daniel Bryan's Golden Lovers reunion on SmackDown? Uh, well, I didn't bother watching it because you spoilt it for me, Brayden. <laughs> you got so mad at me. <laughs> I was mad. I I messaged Brayden when. Uh, apparently something happened on SmackDown. Haven't seen it yet. Um, because my friend was like, just avoid Facebook because it's like all over there. So, and I was like, do you know what it is? And you're like, no, yes, hell no, return. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what did I just say? Sorry, so, bro. yeah, cool. Like, no, it gives gives daniel bryan something to do until SummerSlam. i'm yeah it gives daniel bryan nice. it, it gives daniel bryan something to do until big cast comes back yeah <laughs> right we then have jt grizzle so much great stuff from three days of wrestling and i don't even watch the main roster hey. zach gibson is the greatest heel in wrestling right now how do you stand there in the final of the uk tournament as an englishman facing a new zealander and still get that ma- that amount of hate from the crowd the man is a bona fide star and has been for years. He's just getting to do it on a major scale now. His matches with Jack Gallagher, Travis Banks, and Pete Dunne were all amazing. And his finisher, the Shankly Gates, is made after that fir- is made after that first night. So proud of Liverpool's number one. I called it when the tournament was announced, and I don't care that it was predictable. It was the right decision. The UK show will be in steady hands with him as the top heel of the brand. As for NXT, who knew that Ricochet would have that level of chemistry with Mustache, with Mustache Mountain? What a match. As Braden would say, that was lit AF. I could watch those guys wrestle each other forever. Awesome stuff. Did you guys get Neville vibes off that Gargano promo? When Neville dropped the Cruiser title, he came out the next night looking ill. Gargano looked like he hadn't slept since TakeOver. Yes, yeah. that's because he's such a good actor. Yeah. he's Other than the grocery store line. He's that's maybe that's even how in depth his character was. He's so out of it that he's saying ridiculous things like grocery stores. He's like, I'll fight you in a grocery store. She's just so lost. Um, I don't know if I'm getting Neville vibes from Gargano, but I understand what he's saying here. Like, he's just so broken, but he wants that one more shot against Ciampa, and he's gonna do anything he, he can to get that. So. Um, and yeah, Ricochet did have some chemistry with Mustache Mountain, but I'm sure they may probably have crossed paths before on the indies somewhere, right? So, uh, Evil is our next feedbacker. Kona Reeves is meh. He's not the worst, but I see him being a discount Bobby Roode. His finisher sucks. Candice LeRae has a lot of potential. There was an awkward moment where it seemed like she didn't know what was next before she went for the Pulp Friction, the unprettier kill switch, into the Lion's Salt. I think Gargano should have played injured for longer. I've, be- I've become a bigger fan of Kyle O'Reilly each week, and I want to see him eventually get a singles run. His flying knee to the scrubs reminded me why I love his fucking this fucking show and hate the main roster. Everything they seem to do is exciting and creative. Fuck the main roster creative. Fuck Vince. Rip Almas and rip Sanity. Ricochet is ridiculously good. I bet he has our gargantuan dong. (laughs) The one and only. Um, Yeah, uh, Rip Almas, you're right. Like, when did the dude debut? And he hasn't even been on the show, I think. I don't don't watch, but uh, so, yeah. Um, I I wasn't bothered about Gargano not playing injured because he wasn't injured in the match. Like, 
Champa took most of the beating. He just got knocked out on the wood at the end. Yes, so yes, I, yes. I was, I was fine with that. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah. All right. Omri from Israel. I hope I made it in time. Could someone tell NXT to stop doing stupid main roster name changes to their jobbers? The guy that went against Kona was referenced as Max Humberto, but on his tights it says Max Castellano. There we go. See, I wasn't crazy. I was looking at the guy's name. I'm like, I mean, I am crazy, but I was like, what? <laughs> also, also, could they stop changing Lacey Evans' music? <laughs> Decide on one. And oh stick with my it. god! Wow, this guy is make, proving that me and you are both not crazy because yeah. you say that her music changes every week. It wow. does. I think that's her third theme now. Wow. Uh, I've had enough of Nigel McGuinness wham claim oh. all over the British tournament as well. Oh, wow. Um, who is this? Armory from Israel? Yeah. Uh, Armory, uh, you have hit the nail on the head. I think Nigel McGuinness says wham as much as I say lit. And I don't say lit that much anymore. I'm trying to, you know, one lit per show. But he literally goes, he, can he hit it? Can he hit it? Wham! And I'm like, what? You say it every fucking move. Wham! Wham! Seven spot Well, yeah. I guess you gotta, you gotta, you know, go with your gimmick, but he literally says it every move. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with him. Uh, the main event was nuts. The escape of Ricochet from the high-low and O'Reilly's dumb face after he saved Cole from the 6.30 were the highlights. Finally, with all the respect to Davey, I hope England loses or else I will shame myself as an Argentinian. Love the show, guys. Continue the great work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way Argentina's, be, uh, Argentina's been playing, maybe, yeah, they should hope for other teams to lose because they have barely got through this first round, like... Your guys need to shape up. All right. Stop talking about real sports. Uh, <laughs> Jalen from Pickering, the Undisputed Era and British Strong Style boys have spoiled us with all the great wrestling this week. While NXT was strong, my biggest critiques are aimed at the champ and, uh, and the top feud. Alistair is nowhere near the most interesting or overact. And Gargano is back too soon. I feel like Chapa winning the title while Gargano was injured would have been better for the title and their feud. Wow. So he, everyone's saying that Gargano should just disappear for a little bit and then Chapa win. I don't know. That would have been all right too. But Yeah. Uh, this next one's long. Just kind of pick some of it. <laughs> okay. uh, Carlos from sunny Scotland. Solid NXT episode with some interesting storyline threads. I get the sense that Tommy Champion versus Black for TakeOver has Gargano interrupting. Or you think it will be TakeOver. Uh, though uh, Tommaso Champion will be so much fun winning. Reeves just sucks. Pair him with EC3 and we could have some fun stuff. Pet Hate reared its head with Bourne. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> Pet Hate reared its head with Bourne. Do you know what that means? I, I, I don't. Uh, how many times do you need to say your own name? Assume Ricochet versus Cole at TakeOver, judging by the wee look they did via camera shot as he entered the ring. I agree. Love the UK stuff this week and think the new show has a strong roster of fresh, fresh faces based on what has been shown. Looking forward to going to the tapings. Question. They've made Black feel like a backseat champ since winning the belt, so would it be better to beat him via the Gargano Champa stuff and have him chase both men? That feud is NXT so far this year. That feud is NXT so far this year. I think he means the feud of the year in NXT. English! Um, Do you so speak it? <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to have the third match involve the belts. Cheers and come on England tonight. I'm Rare to hear a Scottish person cheer for England. So thank you. 
Scots cheering for England. What has the world come to? Michael from Newfoundland. I spent about six hours this week watching both the UK shows and NXT. Night one of the UK show was a good tournament. As someone who watches Progress on a regular basis... They seem to have flipped the script on a couple of guys. Travis Banks is a baby face is a bit jarring since he's a chicken shit heel right now in progress. But I guess that's normal with guys switching territories. Night 2 had a couple good matches. Pete Dunne is of course worth checking out if you're short on time. Also the tag match with Mustache Mountain. I feel that Trips gives his talent time to actually have matches. All matches on Night 2 were lengthy and benefited the extra time. He says that... Uh, this week's NXT was good as well. A couple of new program setups has an excellent six-man to end the show. All in all, combined with TakeOver and Money in the Bank, I feel like I got my worth out of the WWE Network subscription this month. Yeah, if you paid for the network this month, you got to see Money in the Bank, TakeOver Chicago, and this UK stuff. Oh, yeah, $9.99. Eric from North Dakota. Great episode of NXT. Kona Reeves is the ultimate Johnny Tsunami, John Morrison crossover <laughs> I never knew I needed. That moonsault from Candice was insane, but I can't get over the fact that her music sounds like something I would hear on a Christian radio station. Oh, God. The six-man tag was just, just was as great as it sounded, and I'm 100% sold on Mustache Mountain having the tag belts now. Also, we'd need more barbecue vignettes from Heavy Machinery because that was easily the best part of the show. <laughs> Davey, I remember three lines on a shirt. We're taking down Belgium. <sighs> okay, I want, I want more barbecue skits too. <laughs> I do. I do. I want more barbecue vignettes. They need to like, cook like venison, kangaroo, steaks. Like They need to have like all this crazy meat. Uh, and also Johnny Tsunami. Does anyone know who that is? Because that is exactly who Kona Reeves is. Holy shit. Um, last bit of feedback here. Chris Thunder. I'm assuming you both watched the shows. Let's say you were able to book a hypothetical NXT UK takeover. That would happen in February. So that's a long time from now. With a WWE United Kingdom Championship match. A, a tag match. And a women's title match who would you book in that show that's a long time from now but Ooh. imagine a uk NXT, an nxt uk takeover what would you book that uh, obviously uh, pete dunn had to be has to be in there uh, everyone seems really high on on gibson so maybe he would get slotted in somewhere there uh, maybe your noam dars or your mustache mountain should be on the show um tony storm obviously um i don't know that's uh, Tony Storm and Ginny for the women. Yeah, like, yeah. It is shame. Ginny is really good. Um, yeah. Shame sounds like she's injured. Um, tag. You've got the Coffee Brothers, I guess, are going to be the tag division. They, they whether you bring, um, like, they beat down Travis Banks, didn't they? So, yes. Maybe have a tag team partner for him. Gibson against Pete Dunne again. Yeah, I you've got some really exciting. I think matches. I think like like two oh five live. If you've been watching that, um, and I go out of my way to watch matches here and there because like I watched like a triple threat like this week or last week, and it was just like mind blowing. But I feel like they need a show that's like their takeovers because like you can't lead up to things that just happen on TV because you get ten minutes and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you do a UK NXT show. You kind of do need to have like a takeover here and there to kind of like make it seem important. Like when NXT... I, I think they will. Yeah. Okay. Good. I hope they do as well. Because um, NXT 
having takeovers benefits it so much because it makes it seem so much bigger and important and everything like that. So that is a good idea, and I would like to see that down the line. But that being said, that's just more and more wrestling. They're just trying to take over the world. There's no room for anything else. There's no other room for any other form of entertainment in your life because wrestling, pro wrestling consumes every minute, every hour of your life is what they want, <laughs> apparently. Um, so pick that and choose. That being said, I've got a football game to go to. Okay, go watch your football. Yeah, so fake. Uh, How do you watch that? Those football players are so fake. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah. Well, uh, right. that's our um, feedback. That's it for feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com every Wednesday or Thursday morning. We do uh, our feedback there. Forum.postwrestling.com. You can download this show you're listening to, as well as all the other post wrestling stuff, including the British Wrestling Experience. Go check them out and all that fun stuff. Postwrestling.com. Uh, the post wrestling up next feed is on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your fine, fine podcasts. You can listen to me and Davey every week. Um, you can find myself on Instagram and Twitter. Gotta get those followers up. Uh, at the Bray D. Davey, where can the fine people find you? At Davey Portman. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, Go England. Come on England. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! London calling through the faraway towns. Now war is declared and battle come down. London calling to the underworld. Come out of the cupboard, you boys and girls. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.